Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the greatest action movies and stars of all time. I'm your host, Cisco from Misfit Minded. Follow my movie pages on Instagram, Threads, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and TikTok. And personally, at Rampage underscore Misfit on Twitter. Yes, and I'm your host, Shani B. You can find me on all the socials at It's Me, Shani B. And today we're talking about one of, uh, if yeah. not the greatest action star of all time, mm-hmm. Sir Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, we're going to talk about him and his new Netflix docuseries, Arnold. Uh, but first, obviously, let's just talk about the man. I mean, tell me about your relationship to Arnold. Okay, we got visuals back. <laughs> I just saw. Yeah. Oh, did it That's freeze okay. for a no, sec? Yeah, My I just bad. Wanted to make sure. Um, but yeah. Um, to answer your question, you know, we've talked about Arnold a lot on the show. Um, we've done Predator, Collateral Damage, among other movies that maybe I'm not remembering that we did. I think we did T2 as well uh, back in the day, back yep. in the early stages of the show. So, yeah, like we love Arnold. Um, I, To me, he's my favorite action star um, out of the 80s, without a doubt. Um, they do address the like Sylvester Stallone, Arnold uh feud in there which we'll we'll get into which i thought was interesting Mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean it's his his charisma is undeniable um and i think that's why um i always gravitated towards him uh and i i think watching this it just boils down to like he has that humor and um ability to like communicate with people um even with the thick accent (laughs) uh and, and empathize with people while having this like crazy brute strength that like he could snap you in half with like his one hand you know and so it just th- that yes like contrast and that tension is just always so interesting to watch like on screen like wherever um and like i said we'll talk about it in a sec too about but uh you know when he gets into like his acting career how that was like a huge uphill battle of people telling him that he's too big and no one wants to see that <laughs> um but he uh you know he always <laughs> likes to take on the impossible um you know which he, every episode i guess that's like the through line is that there was three things that people told him that he would never be able to do and he went and did them so i can't wait to talk about it with you in more detail well yeah what about you oh wow well i also he is my big the action star I think of when I go to as well in terms of both 80s and 90s, 90s, maybe more so the mm-hmm. rest of his career, one that they right. touch on in the series. But just in terms of how he, him and Sly, they're both huge stars, but there's something about how he did the more accessible sort of action star that is in the popcorn space. And while Sly, and Sly has that. the same it, abilities the and gets the same kind of recognition, he just does something a little mm-hmm. bit more serious. It's like the first Rambo oh, yeah. is a kind of drama and, you know, Predator's no. not not a drama. <laughs> there are some dramatic elements to it, but it's, it is a popcorn action film for every and anybody to enjoy. And I definitely feel like as a kid, if I watched the first Rambo, mm-hmm. I'd be like, what the hell is this? Now, part two, right. something else entirely. But that difference, that subtle difference, it's an interesting thing that watching this series made me think of that, like, kindergarten cop with sly Mm -hmm. is different than with arnold and i love that yeah he definitely has the comedy gene that like 
Sylvester Stallone really doesn't have. It's like almost he has it like unintentionally because he takes himself so seriously, <laughs> like in uh, Rocky Four and, and <laughs> yeah. things like that. But um, yeah, I thought that was an interesting. Yeah, and, writing, yeah. directing, and, something Yeah, that else. was an interesting part to me where Sly kind of admitted that 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 their key differences or whatever that he admits he's more of the solitary, you know, um, looking inside type of action hero, and Arnold is like the poppier, um, like I said, can relate to everybody type of action hero. Um, yeah. yeah, grounded versus yeah. larger than life. Um, so that yeah, that I, I kind of wish they went into that even more. They probably didn't want to like, like uh, add fuel to the fire. I guess like they say it's they well, say it's like resolved, yeah. but like I don't. There were still some like you could tell where they were. Well, there has to be yeah. yeah. That reflection, I think, was the most interesting part of this docu series. Was it was so clear that as Arnold was letting us understand and see more in depth into his story, he too mm -hmm. was reflecting on it, and so was Sly. It's like these guys have come together for the Expendables, which is a huge thing that introduces a lot of new audience members to them right. as a pair. So there's something kind of cool about how you're right that like they couldn't <laughs> they couldn't really go into it, but they are two sides of an important coin that makes action the best, oh, the absolute best. Um, yeah. Do you want to get into like the specifics? I guess we can talk um, about in the series. So it, yeah, it's for told sure. in three parts. We have episode one, the athlete; episode two, the actor; and episode three, American. Um, so I guess out of the gate, like which episode like did you uh want to talk about or did you like like the most i guess out of the three well i would say i liked the way this series yeah. was split okay. up straight up because i think it's hard to answer that question for that reason that they did such a good job of saying okay who is arnold schwarzenegger well he's kind of this three-dimensional guy that really stands for these three pieces he's really made these three pieces a part of his mm -hmm. identity in a sense and so i think that was maybe my big takeaway is that in each episode i got to see a kind of depth in him and to understand him even more and i loved that and i think i'm always drawn first and foremost to you know the hollywood pieces and the acting and all those elements so that part made me very happy just thinking like, wow, I, I, imagining this dude in the 70s and the late 60s being like, I have this fitness empire, I want to be an actor, like, just learning the truth about his journey in Hollywood was yeah. amazing to me. And then I just didn't even see the third episode. Coming. Right. Like, of course, I know yeah. about the governor, but I wasn't thinking like, oh, that'll be something that they focus on. And I'm actually grateful because I didn't, mm -hmm. I learned so much. Yeah, you I was going to ask you about that too. Cause I don't like, how long have you been in like California or whatever? Um, were you there? Oh man, I was there back in the day okay. when he was still rocking. Yeah, I came. Okay, let's see. I got to California in the year, in the summer of 2008. Okay. So a long ass. Yeah, but time. They, they talk. <laughs> so you were in the re-election years, and uh, yeah, yeah, it was like right when Obama was going to go into office. It was like the greatest time in awesome. California, yeah. in my opinion. So like, <laughs> it was so baller. What are your? Um, but I okay. I was going to say like, were there any you know, like why would I... memories or like what the public reception was about Arnold uh, at the time? I mean, for the most part, what I knew was that people were like, listen, we make fun of this guy, but like, 
the economy of California mm -hmm. is turning around. Because I think that's what's kind of amazing about what he did and what I came to know and know, you know, yeah. through this day is that like he is responsible for repairing a lot of California's statewide debt. It's not it's definitely not perfect out here. It's definitely not ideal. There's still like issues in terms of how all that money gets handled and how much gets collected. But he did really change the economy and turn it into something like okay. really bustling. And I think that was clear when I came that like California was going through this big change and I did get to see it. And he I can't believe that he was such a big part of it. But it's amazing to see how mm -hmm. much he cared about it, how hard he worked, the hilarious political journey of like what every politician mm -hmm. faces and him reconciling like who he is as a real person as he steps into a real office rather than yeah. a character. Wow, just stuff like I just feel like everybody makes a documentary yeah. nowadays. So this was a nice refreshing like, oh, all this information mm -hmm. in here I do want. I am excited about. I want to know more about rather than, okay, like you've reenacted like several this same thing seven times. Like <laughs> there was something new around every corner. And yeah, I it was it. like I, I agree. Like I think there's too many documentaries out right now of like people that don't necessarily like deserve a documentary or like you know like is your story enough to fill out a three-hour you know netflix series or not and so arnold like after watching this you can't deny that his story is like definitely worthy of recounting and yeah the i would say like the i knew a little bit about the bodybuilding stuff because i saw pumping iron um you know, early on Same. because I was just like so infatuated with Arnold and I heard like this was like how he got his start. So I'm like, all right, I gotta check this out. Um, and so I knew a little bit about that. Yep. And then, of course, I knew about his acting career, but the political stuff, I really did not have like any idea. Like the, the reception were like in the Midwest, like it was just like he's just a joke from what I remember. Just like this guy's yeah. a joke and totally. he's just like a... um like a face figure like that won't get anything done or whatever, like just a celebrity um, to put in there. But they but they do like explain yeah. like that was I guess that was part of the reception at first. But then, like you said, like in how the documentary says, like he does because he is such like a bull and it has like that determination that he always wants to do something at all times that like he yeah he gets he what ended he wants doing a lot and like i loved particularly like that he had a smoking tent implemented <laughs> yeah that's that's right up my alley i want something like that do, like, negotiations and stuff wow and, like, yeah it's true he was so well liked people would like go in there and talk with him and like make deals with him and uh I mean, he's a reminder of why celebrities often find themselves moving into positions of political power, too. Like, that's the weird thing about America. And that's what's so funny about his, this through line of his where he's sort of like, ever since I was a kid, I like knew America yeah. was for me. And it's sort of like, yeah, because like in America, our highest office, you can get there if you're just like the coolest guy and smart. Yeah. And he is that. And it's amazing that he was able to be like, yeah, and I. I do care enough, right? Like, sure, I'm sure people can, you right. know, criticize and sort of say, you know, he's he's a celebrity, so he just wants more power and fame and whatever. But it's also clear that, like, he did care mm -hmm. about things. You know, like most politicians, while they can be crooked or whatever and ultimately are human, 
they do mm -hmm. want to do good. Like they just also don't care about right. harm sometimes. Yeah, and like it, it with uh, documentaries where like so he narrates the whole thing pretty much, and uh, you know they have all mm -hmm. this footage. So like going into it, I kind of was like if there are some like political things that like he did that were like frowned upon, like it's probably not going to be in this documentary. Like they're probably not going to want to like put that because it, it, yeah, like that's, that's part of the problem with the documentary side of celebrities doing their own docs or whatever and stuff like that. So uh, I kind of went into that, that yeah. with the expectation and anytime they did like say like, this was like his low point, it would be like 30 seconds later. They're like, and then he bounced right back and like, <laughs> It was a lot of that. I mean, that yeah. is definitely the narrative. Yeah, he was like yeah. not shy about pushing that his whole thing is about resilience, like to an extent where I was thinking to myself, I like him as this example of resilience, but I'm also sort of like, but you're getting me in trouble, bud, because you're claiming that like it's weak to mm. be sad or to feel any emotions and process them. And I was going to ask you I did about like that how too. he recognized that that's like a slight, you know, a limitation of his. But it is one of those things where I'm like, yeah, but dude, like you, you got to make space for those emotions because not everybody can just bounce yeah. back. You know, not everybody can just take things in stride when things are really hard. I wish everybody could, but it is, you're right. Like when, when the celebrity themselves is in charge of their mm -hmm. narrative fully, that doesn't really leave room for the objective way that others experience them. And that's why I like the Sly stuff. That's why I liked how... Governor Davis, I think, I is who yeah, was in remember. California before him. Yeah. They had him speak. Yeah. Which I was like, let's go. Oh, and my I, God. <laughs> like, they had, like, the LA Times, like, reporters talking about, like, the stories that they broke, which, like, that was, like, a surprising... Like, I don't remember that either. Like, I remember the the Sun stuff, Uh, you know, we the... Were... We're definitely also like not right. of age to be saying. too engaged in that stuff because it definitely wasn't like how it is today where everybody mm -hmm. knows about that stuff. It like still was one of those things where like if you were a person who like cared about politics, then maybe. But we were like, but it's not, like it's easy to it like weird if either one of us Trump, was like really you know what I mean it. to be like a celebrity that gropes women that like doesn't give a fuck and doesn't apologize. Like it was. It was kind of weird. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, you know. I mean, it was an interesting, yeah, reminder of sort of like what life was like before yes. Me Too stuff yeah. was happening in a more mindful way. Just because it did seem like in the beginning, there was an authentic desire to be like, hey, it was all in good fun. Like, yeah. I don't mean to be this type of guy. But then there was that like political response in the end, which is like yeah. deny, deny, deny. And then it's sort of like, ah, that's why I don't like politics. They turn people into something. Yep. They warp people. And I like that he he's obsessed with warping himself instead. So he didn't <gasps> no. stay in politics. He's back, you know, in, I guess, this creative space because like. Do you think that this is leading towards like a biopic or I hope something? Not. I'm like, so tired of biopics. What do you think about actors starting to like be more in charge of that? Like, you know, I don't know. A, like, Straight Outta Compton was really like Dre in charge of his own biopic. That's, again, that's like, know? that's a good movie. And I but wonder that, again, that's if... part of the problem where it's like, you know, you get things like that are kind of distorting the truth a little bit to, uh, just telling the yeah. best version of it which i like i'm all mm -hmm. for but it's true 
documentaries used to be this place where there it was gray enough so that as a viewer I could make more distinctions and I will say that like this watching this made me excited and reminded me why I love him which is good but you're right it didn't it didn't give me a lot of space to decide if to get I both sides, really to get like alternate you know there's no um survivors that are interviewed or like yeah or like right? his ex talking or even about his, his you know, what happened in, in general marriage. like there's like, very background and i was kind of like a good documentary to me yeah it's him would only dig into those type of details and, and want to like pull that um you know for dramatic purposes but again to have arnold this involved it's with the doc and i was surprised i guess because um you know we were talking um earlier this week about like the big picture podcasts and I I was listening to it and, and Sean was saying, the host was saying that like, yeah, you know, Arnold didn't have final cut on this and the documentary documentarians like, so like they put all this stuff about the scandal. So I was, ex I kind of was kind of surprised that like, it didn't feel like that to me at all. It, it definitely felt like Arnold had final cut on it. So see like that, what that makes me think of is now how the documentarian, yeah. the filmmaker has changed the way they cover their subjects because of how we all react to the way that subjects mm. are covered, yeah. if that makes sense. I mean, he's a reliable, like a little bit he's of a a reliable source for sure, pale, but I just was but like kind of surprised. Like if this is, yeah, that, that could be the case. Like if this is, if they did have the final cut, then that's, um, you know, set, says more about and the them. documentarian is yeah. like kind of being exactly, soft yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's it is it's sort of hard for anybody to remain non-biased nowadays, especially documentarians. And that that is kind of a disappointment because that's that was their yeah. gift once upon a time. But man, I don't know. And that's why, like, by the end, when I was sort of like, OK, this has been a chosen yes. evolution from like where he came from and the first way he came on the scene and what he then what he really wanted to make happen and then what he did make happen. And I am wondering, like, what does it all mean? Because like. He's, yeah. he's up there now. Like, he's pretty aged. He's got food. I have it. Have you checked it <laughs> no. out? Have you seen it? Actually, I completely okay. forgot I'm, about it. I haven't either. I mean, you know me. I always I struggle with TV. That's why I allow you to be the TV buffs I correspondent. So um, but I guess, like, is that... Yeah, I, I was expecting in the end of this for there to be that like tail thing of like, and now in the last chapter of his life, I know, I know that's like a little more no, of it it's or not, whatever, like, but you know, like in this next chapter, his nonprofit yeah. or his like whatever, I was expecting that and they didn't really do that. They didn't give me a, I just like, like what's be next clear or whatever. Like this is not like cancel Arnold or whatever. Like that's not what we're saying. All we're saying is that no, in terms of, of like what a good documentary should do, you want to like scratch beneath the surface and so that, you know, there are moments where it definitely feels like they're bringing up certain issues, but then they just move on to the next thing. And it's like, wait, 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 that was interesting. Like, yeah. go back. <laughs> like, or can we get some uh, yeah, you know, interviews mean... about that topic? And it, it just is like so focused on moving forward with that narrative, like you're saying, that chosen three part narrative that, uh, chosen you know, you can kind of feel that. And I, I definitely agree with like where I was kind of like, I like, they didn't go like, what are you up to now or whatever? They just have like these shots of like him at his cottage uh, in Austria <laughs> with his donkey yeah, with his and dogs. <laughs> Which honestly I did love. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking cute. Like, yeah, like, but again, he has to put like a mission statement on it. So he's like, I pick up the shit and that is my mission for the day. 
Yeah, I guess that's exactly it, is that the entire time he was reflecting on a lot, but he wasn't reflecting ultimately, I guess, on like what it will mean going forward. Like he instead was sort of like, now my life is this simple thing. And I'm like, yeah, but but that's not really in line with your character, guy. Like your character is now my life is training (laughs) this donkey to be the best donkey in the entire world. You know, like anything I was really starving for. But I agree. I think, you know, the that desire to not be gotcha style, but to also have empathy and maybe too much does kind of leave us like in the end so of what does that mean? like, okay, and that was three chapters yeah, of his so life. What? Like, so what? See ya. Like, so what does it mean? Yeah. What, is, what is the statement of it? Yeah. Um, so that's all we're saying. That's all yeah, we're saying. It's yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't worry, guys. We as we started and as we will always remain, yeah. we are huge fans, you know, like what he does the magic he has, no. no one can take away. I think that's just why I like talking about people a little bit more in a three-dimensional mm-hmm. sense because no right. one is perfect. And that does not mean I excuse or yep. defend or discount you know, negative behavior or anything like that. It just means like talking about people is mm-hmm. really hard because and celebrities especially really because like we want to like prop them up as like these great because of their work is so great we or whatever. And then be. it's like, Jonathan Majors is like that stuff can happen and it's like oh no but you were like on track to do and I don't don't know even what's happening with that like so (laughs) listen all my favorite guys all my favorite boys get get in trouble and I'm still gonna ride for them anyway Ryan Gosling and and Barbie though we got one That's right. There are some good boys. There are always good boys. That's right. There's a lot of good boys. But it's true. I think it's we are always going to be excited and interested in those stories of people who are not perfect, but can turn it around. And I think I was like looking for more of that in this, too, that like it's not like he had done, you know, away with all the goodwill or something. But but there is something about how like we got to find if we're going to forgive dudes and be able to move forward, we got to find better ways of reconciling the fact that like he did those things in the past and I know he wants to move past them. I'm still just like hungry for whatever that is. However yeah, we do like, that. <laughs> yeah. So it, you definitely like there's the, the present day stuff was just like hilarious just because it's Arnold. So like, it was just like, yeah, the donkey scenes. And yeah. then like, there's a part where like the dog goes on his lap and he's just talking to the dog. Like, yes, you're the king of the castle. <laughs> it's a little sweet one. And, uh, or like, yeah. Oh my gosh. A cigar still like to this day. And then there's a part where he's like driving, this like tank because i didn't know he could drive a he, he... yeah being like you gotta <laughs> have fun like, in your life I need this no but it's just fun i like it like it's a toy <laughs> i have you have to enjoy so he's your having life. fun like, he's still like enjoying the... life so i love to see that but like yeah yes. the, the newest i noticed like the newest movie they show that he was in was terminator genesis which was a tough beat i was like <laughs> Yeah. It could have at least showed Dark Fate. <laughs> but that's Dark okay. Fate was, yeah, I right. think that was it. It was better than Genesis. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's sort of like when when you get into those spaces where you're gonna do a culmination yeah. or a summation or something, it I think it's always gonna be dodgy and hard just because his career has spanned for such a long time. It's just I think the biggest takeaway for me here is that yeah. he's just a person. Like he wants to build himself up as this very mythological creature. And like, frankly, he's a special person. He's definitely unique, definitely special and one of a kind in many ways. 
but he's also like just a regular guy with like a donkey that poops and you know like regular house chores to do and no one's around and watching him on stage act or something it i kind of like that we get closer to celebrities when we get these pictures but i also can never forget and need to be sure that we appreciate that like none of us actually know these people and that's okay like (laughs) the stuff that they choose to show us is them choosing to show us that you know it's like (laughs) yeah and that's okay like that is within their rights you know like the stuff i'm showing i choose to show too i just i'm not ready it's just when they blur that line sometimes people forget and so it's important to like distinguish that but like on the on the note of like being a regular person I think it's a nice segue to talk about the the first episode, Athlete, um, because there was a lot of stuff that I didn't know that I thought was interesting on that, where, you know, he talks about, like, his parents and how strict they were. And like you said, how he wanted to get out of Austria from, like, a very young age. He was like, I know that I wasn't meant to be here. <laughs> like, I'm meant for bigger things. Um, and so, yeah, like, started sculpting his body, looking up to, like, these uh bodybuilders weightlifters there was the one part where he was saying that like his dad was disappointed he's like all these other boys have girls in their bedroom walls and you just you have you have these strong men in your room that's right yeah what does this Uh, mean i thought was hilarious like he's doing all these impressions of people too in there like again arnold is just the best like yeah <laughs> a character always a character um, so yeah reg park like was one where like he played hercules in a movie which i thought was cool because you know as we both know he played hercules connection. one of his first roles um and then yeah like meeting his wife early on i had no idea they were married for that long honestly like i just again i guess not knowing that because i was so young i just kind of assumed it was like the governor days i knew they were together but i didn't know like all the way from when he was a bodybuilder, yeah, how- like she was on the radar and had the hots for him. And I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is <laughs> she baller. She had her sights out of, oh my God. And then the best, one of the best lines were, uh, the mom was like, was it the grandma or the mom was introducing him? And then he tells her like, oh, your daughter has a nice ass or something. <laughs> Arnold just, Arnold just you gotta love it. shot. Don't care if mom is there. <laughs> it's something else it's something else to to learn just the the depth of this story right that like he can bring himself Mm -hmm. into anywhere even into an upper crust place like this he brings a level of authenticity where like he's gonna say (laughs) exactly what's on his mind and he's learning i guess like what to do with that how to use that but that's another piece of his charm like just how dominant he was like uh in the bodybuilding community like how he he won yeah he won 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 everything everything into like where he was like when he started to get into acting he was like what am i gonna win first place again boring like i want to do something else now (laughs) i've already climbed this peak exactly Uh, and so again like yeah just never and then he he talks about getting second place too and like how devastated he was and like crying and like <laughs> yeah i was like whoa dude somebody is sore, not so great at losing um and then yeah coming to like but bodybuilding is how he got the invite to america basically which is like again i never really knew that but it makes sense that he's like mr olympia miss uh mr universe um 
and then his wife too for those who don't yep. know is maria uh shriver or whatever his ex-wife um shriver. so and i didn't i didn't i didn't know she was a Kennedy. honestly again that's that might i i didn't know much about her so uh that was interesting too yeah, I always knew she was in the mix yeah. of Kennedys and people were Political, like, that's why yeah. he's running. But I was like, I don't understand any of this. So Which, and then a famous like <laughs> whatever family, he ran as a Republican. So like, yeah, they kind of talk about that. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> that's so. right. Yeah. Wow. Just the depth of his the things he's seen and done in the rooms he's yeah, been in. It's and, amazing. Yeah. Like and then, uh, you know, they transition from that and like coming to america and then his struggles as an actor to get taken seriously because he has such a thick accent um they t- but also wasn't it crazy that he was oh a yes yes i was gonna bring that up before i did he, not know that wasn't that gnarly like me neither i was like Elf i love how man. he just finds <laughs> but like not- he always knack for finding people mm. who really were what they said they were like he did find someone who didn't get him into ponzi schemes but got him into like yeah. actual real estate early, investing mad early which is amazing because i yeah. never knew that. real estate in exactly. california so it's kind of awesome <laughs> that he yeah he struggled or whatever but thankfully he didn't have to like do the thing that a lot of actors have to do yeah, which he, is like he, he really have that no too. shame like i wasn't like you know struggling uh you know what when i retired from bodybuilding like and so that's why he was so picky i guess and like i don't want to he's like i don't want to fuck a character actor what is a character <laughs> he said he said i want to be a star yeah. Well, yeah like that's not me <laughs> so he wanted that's to be a leading right. man and like that's how he was choosing his uh parts and i we i forgot to mention you know we did conan the barbarian uh not too long ago on here so and and they talk about how that's, that's right. one of his first roles what we didn't talk about in the episode and I thought was hilarious was like his little, you know, tit a tat with uh, Dino De Laurentiis. <laughs> yeah, he, he, yes, with the, with the other man himself. Two, yeah, two guys who were like in charge coming to blows. And I love yes, him doing I know. Like I said, he's, he does the accents whenever he, he's like impersonating people, but he's just like, you know, you're so small. Why do you have such a big desk? Like probably not the best thing to say to a producer when you're trying to get a part. <laughs> it's, but it worked. But definitely the thing you say if you're Arnold in yeah. an enormous bodybuilding winner. It, it eventually worked because the director, uh, John Milius, uh, saw the potential of Arnold and uh, put him in there. But then, And then they talk about just like the relentless. He took that drive that he had with bodybuilding and he's like, I'm going to put this into acting now. So, you know, having to flesh yeah. out the emotions yeah, and working on that but also like still keeping the physicality with like the stunts and like horseback riding and he said like they didn't have a stunt double yeah like caring about the physical well recognizing that acting is yeah. not just about a performance but it is about physique just like how bodybuilding was mental and physical so's yeah. acting but that's so's not, politics. yeah that, what, that's not something you think about though he was saying that no one could match his body so he had to do like all of his own stunts and I was like, that's wild. Like, that is, there's some crazy shit yeah, in Conan the Barbarian. And they it. show one outtake where he falls off of a, like, rock and there's dogs, like, biting him in the ass. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah, like, literally attacking <laughs> so, him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stuff was just fascinating. And then um, Big Jim Cameron talking about the Terminator and how that got started. I thought that was hilarious because, uh, you know, Arnold was so determined he wanted to play John uh, Reese because that was the leading man. 
I don't want to do this B picture character actor shit. And then, uh, but then he had all these notes yep. about the Terminator and he's like, he needs to be a machine. He needs to do this. He needs to do that. And James is like, well, it sounds like you kind of want the Terminator part. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, well, I think that's, that's, what's amazing too, is he Give wasn't notes, afraid yeah. to sort of look at these big wigs in a sense and stand right equal to them and collaborate yeah. with them. You know, like to basically say to someone who's just like him, because James Cameron, you know, did whatever he wanted and advocated right. to do it his way from the jump too, to like see each other in that sense and be like, let's go. We're about to make one yeah, of the so greatest movies ever. took that. But then again, yeah, well, to your James Cameron point, you know, they were arguing about the I'll be back line and James saying, like, you should say that. And he's like, well, I think a uh, machine would say I will be back. And James is like, are you the writer? Then shut the fuck up and say the line. <laughs> like pushing back right? on Arnold when like, you know, very few would have the balls to do that. But Arnold even says he was like, you know, it's true. Was right. I was wrong. That's the most famous line in my entire in all of movies. <laughs> he used right. it in his campaign. Right. He used it like for uh. governor. Like he used that all the time. I'll see you guys later. I'll be back. Like. It's Wild. true. It's true. It's like he they only really touched on it briefly, but he did mention how, when you know, he is proud of the fact that he's done a lot on his own accord, but yes. that he also recognizes that yeah. he didn't do it alone, that like there were a lot of collaborators and mentors and assistants and things like that that helped. And I like that, too, because it's true. It's like these auteurs or these masters it does feel like they are iconic and could only do this with themselves, but it's like, they always have people they work with. They always have people who they can collaborate with equally. And it's amazing knowing that like James Cameron and Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. see eye to eye. Yeah. And like it's from the very fantastic. beginning, like he had his friend that like, couldn't, didn't make it as far in uh bodybuilding because he was shorter. Um, and so, but he, you know, he said that That's was my right. best friend, you know, my whole life I trained with him more than anybody um or whatever so like having that support yep. when he came to america yeah was like uh very very important he said for like his confidence because he didn't know anybody you know in america really and then uh one of the fun totally. so there's some uh some lines too where arnold will say something and you can hear the crew like laughing or whatever i think the funniest example was the terminator 2 bit where uh they were talking about it's either oj simpson oj simpson and arnold and we couldn't do OJ because no one would yes. buy him as a killer. <laughs> that that line, made, I love I, I laughed so hard. And then that. like the whole crew had to pause for a moment, laughed, and Arnold started laughing too. And he's like, Yeah, you're right, right? Isn't that wild? That can we so just like wild. take a moment though and appreciate how that didn't happen? Because term rewatching Terminator would be so weird with that in retrospect. Like <laughs> Well, it would be yeah. a whole different world because the level to which Terminator has like penetrated and affected mm -hmm. culture and art yeah. is insane. I'm like, I almost wish, you know, that there was more information about like how what he did in acting affected the culture, too, just because it's true. He has a lot of iconic like roles and those iconic roles penetrated other mm -hmm. forms of culture. And so I guess like. It was interesting, too, that they chose to focus in this way to give us that that whole trajectory, but then also to maybe like tell the story this certain way. Yeah, as it's, well. it's just so, so interesting to me. And like he talks about like, yeah, losing <laughs> the accent, too, was something like he had to work on uh, not losing it, I guess. But like, 
you know, he said he, his English was terrible. Softening he said it. when he first got there and they had to replace all of his dialogue in Hercules in New York. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. It looked so bad. It, it looked so bad in the clips. I've, I've been trying uh, to get my hands not on worth, it. <laughs> unless you're an Arnold diehard, it's not really worth it. Um, but yeah, it was for How Did This Get Made? They did know. an episode on it. So um, yeah, but it was awesome. Of course they did. Um, but yeah, and then just like the other uh, cast, like co-actors that they interview like jamie lee curtis was cool to see her linda hamilton um and talking about like yep. you know like the process or like linda hamilton linda hamilton being yeah. like you know i didn't think terminator was that great when i read it like <laughs> i was like damn <laughs> well that's the thing that's what's so amazing yeah. about movies is that like the script yeah. is only such a small piece and you never know which one but someone Arnold is saw the potential lift. in it like, yeah, like the, he said her. when he read the script he was like i thought it was just another crappy b-movie but the writing was so good and it's like arnold has that even back then he did have that that sense that like that this cute. is a piece of shit or this is like could have some potential or whatever yeah. yeah, this is gonna be good. But yeah, yeah the Danny DeVito one was good. hilarious with uh, uh, twins. <laughs> I, I love their partnership. I love that Danny DeVito is like single handedly responsible for so many. Yeah, we many talked about it in uh, Romance in the Stone and how he like helped Michael Douglas be a star, you know? Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the three of them, they made several films together. He, you know, he is responsible for Pulp Fiction yep. coming after Reservoir Dogs. He's got the Always Sunny guys, you know, running for 20 years. Like, he is always, always in the in background. The and it's the, kind of amazing that even in Arnold's been, like, space. How many, like, since the 70s. It's insane. Um. <laughs> Let's go, dude. He He's a king in and of himself. Um, and it's, what an amazing yeah. pair. I think that's also what's cool is, like, Arnold is another one of those actors who can go well with so many people on screen. You'd never think it or see it coming. And yet it mm -hmm. works out. Really yeah. And well. they, I like how they talk about just like the process of twins getting made where it was just basically like Ivan Reitman meeting Arnold being like, I want to make a movie with you. And Arnold being like, I can be a Ghostbuster <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yes. And then uh, Reitman meeting Danny DeVito like shortly after that and being like, the two of them would be good together, like, and it would be funny. Um, and so. Well, just like really giving Arnold an actual respectful treatment, sort of part. saying like, like what yeah. can I see this like guy a drill, and, and he says. Yeah, not like, what can I see this guy being buff in, but like, what can I see this guy being good And he says at the end in? that the most character he relates to the most is his character in Twins, which I thought was like amazing like out of all these like macho dudes arnold's like no i'm most like yep. the, the donkey guy <laughs> like <laughs> yes. i love people and i love the way we see ourselves and i love the way arnold sees himself because that's one of my favorite characters he plays like i love that that's what he's capable of doing that this documentary talked about how as a human being he's capable of being so uh dynamic and dimensional and straight up as an actor, his entire career has shown us how well, you know, how much he can stretch and how much he can do and the dynamics he's capable of. So it was, this is an interesting one where like, you know, I didn't learn in the scholarly sense or something, it's a but Netflix, I really did get it's a, a taste Netflix, of something like, I love. You know, put on at night before you go to bed, doc. Like, you know what I mean? It's goes down super easy. Yeah. Um, the last thing I just wanted to mention just yep. on the, before we get out of here, uh, the the about the sly stallone and arnold stuff like when they they're going back and forth i love that um you know sly was talking about like 
they hated each other so much they couldn't be in the same room with each other people had to break them up and uh the the mentality when they were making those movies why they're so big like in retrospect is that they kept wanting to outdo each other. So Sly would be like, he killed 15. I'm going to kill 30 in my movie. <laughs> That's yes. so Yes. Wild. Yeah. He's like looking swole as hell. Yes. I'm going to explode <laughs> in my next film. You know, I'm just like the dick measuring contest that made those eighties classics that ultimately made that was just, I mean, the Reagan era too. like kind of talk about how that had something to do with it also, but like, Oh man, this, what a wild, yes. wild time uh to to think about <laughs> it was it has been <laughs> it has been wild and uh, i'm i'm like i said i'm sad they haven't really told me what's next but i am yeah i'm like is he still acting is he retired I like guy. i guess fubar yeah. like is he's not like you know so that's what i mean they didn't tell us so i didn't have be some drama because come out he in the last couple years too some didn't he have like a Say drama come time? out like what? in the last few years where he's like kind of it looked like a Clint Eastwoody like type role like he's like a man alone or whatever and uh stand standing I feel like it's right. just going on my Netflix in the background <laughs> when I end a movie right now um yeah standing like tall that. maybe yeah. not I didn't see it tall. but That's I heard rock. that was so pretty good I guess tall. like so I don't know I I I, I this has been the mood to watch some Arnold though. I gotta be honest. Like I and his his movies Yeah. His movies always are always like so watchable. Now especially. Um, I, I gotta be honest, I have never seen twins, so like that's definitely jumped up on my radar now. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> excited for and, you uh, and or jealous. the sequel. Excited um, and jealous. Whatever what was that called? Um Ooh, I haven't seen the, the, the sequel one where he has a either, baby. actually. What is it? Uh the, isn't isn't that Oh snap um yeah. uh junior junior Isn't that like there a we sequel go of that? there we yeah. go yes yes okay <laughs> um so i haven't seen those but um it's another yeah classic. like his movies are always just so fun and enjoyable to rewatch. like and uh you know you again we won't re- learn anything new from this from watching this but i would still recommend it and i would say that out of the movie portion Same. the only thing i was like i hated how last action hero caught some some heat about that being like one of his flops. I'm yeah, like, dude, no, that movie is that. awesome. It's one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I was going to do it as a quick pump, oh, but if you're a yeah. fan, let's, love, let's do it as a full, let's honor Ash it the way Euro it deserves like, to be honored. Yeah. Like the fact that Arnold, Arnold was yes. so like devastated at that too. Like that was another time where again, it's the, uh, the second place mentality where the critics were like saying that was like a yep. Turkey and, I think, oh, James Cameron said that. He's like, I called they him and wrong. he was like, he sounded like he was on the verge of tears. Like, <laughs> And it's like, this oh. guy is so, and that's so bullshit. insanely motivated. And now you, like you talked about like, you know, his mentality was always, uh, you know, I don't have time to be in my feelings, like uh, always stay busy. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the best takeaway to live life because that's what leads to burnout and stress. Exactly. And it's not, yeah, made, and it's despair, not you can't you maintain know? that like, forever. And like, you know, there is a reading of it where it's like, he is this sad, lonely old dude in his cottage and, you know, not with his family. And it's like, oh, like they, again, yeah. I wanted them to dig, dig into that a little bit. Like, is he happy with it? He seems happy about his career. Yeah. He says he's like, I'm the lucky son of bitch alive. Like, whatever. Um, 
he tries to yeah. stay focused on the <laughs> positives. I love he loves America, but he's just so influential on pop culture. It's just it's hard to even put into words. You know, I was thinking of like uh, you know, the pump you up guys really? on SNL and like the like the cartoons yes. I used to watch as a kid where they would just be doing Arnold in person. And it's just like it's so I was trying to do imp- Arnold impersonations Everywhere. as a kid. Like it was just so fun and funny. And so, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. yeah, Arnold, it's never going to go away for me. Even the ones that are, you know, not necessarily hits. It's like, it has Arnold. That's always been, at least it has Arnold in it. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's going to be a joy to watch no matter where he is. And I agree. I think I recommend this as a docu-series just in terms of like it's quick enough and it gives you information. And if you don't know about Arnold, mm-hmm. you need to know. So do some you know, homework here. But I'm glad we watched it. It's nice to kind of do a hero of the week and know that like this is an influential person that like for us as hosts of this show, we cover a lot. It's nice to just like talk openly about him this way and you know, be able to focus on how like every movie yeah. he does is pretty good. So Absolutely. let's do another one soon oh, and enough. They, they kept in the line from <laughs> Pumping Iron where he says uh, he like gets high and he's talking about how the pump is better than sex. <laughs> oh my I mean, I God. can't believe how, yeah, I like how that is just like so, you know, comes out so smooth is the best. And he does very admit funny, though that that was some bullshit. Funny. Like I forget the German word he keeps using, but he's like, it's you know bullshit. You have to sell yourself. You have to sell sell the pump. <laughs> he's smart. He is one smart uh, guy. That will not be lost, right? That we will always know. It. Yeah. And Anything yeah, else I before we get out of here? I'm all set. All right. I think that about wraps it up for us then. Get your action fix and follow us at We Stay Buff on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Follow me on Twitter at Rampage underscore Misfit and my movie pages at Misfit underscore Minded on Facebook, Instagram, Threads, TikTok, YouTube, all that good stuff. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please leave a positive review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook at It's Me, Shani B. All right. Thanks again for watching. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time for another edition of Movie Buffs. We'll be back. Stay buff.